Welcome back to the show, everyone. It's Dina Calmetti here. And for today's program, I have Susan Davis with me with Marriage Supper of the Lamb Ministries. And today we're going to talk about answered prayer. Susan, are you there? Yes, I am, Dina. I'm right here. And Welcome. thanks so much. Yeah. Welcome back here. to the show. Thank you so much. Love love it. Awesome. So, um, so our topic today is answered prayer. And um, maybe you can give me some uh, tips and uh, guidelines as to how do we go about getting answered prayer? Because answered prayer is basically God kind of speaking to us, acknowledging, confirming that he's heard our prayer. Oh, exactly. It's definitely, you know, looking at it, a form of communication from God. Um, I feel that when people ask for certain things from the Lord, um, when he answers prayer, it's definitely a way of confirming to that person that God is real. And um, it's a lot of times the question is, what are you going to do with that after you have experienced something like that? And uh, so a lot of people go back to what they were doing before they noticed that God was real. <laughs> but, you know, when God shows up in your life in some way, you want to uh, you want to do more than just, you know, think that's really awesome. You want to move forward in a relationship with the Lord. He's calling you to himself when he answers prayers. Right, Dina? Amen. Yes, he does. He also says that if you draw near to me, I'll draw near to you. Exactly. And I challenge everybody listening to try this out for yourself. But here's the key. Once you move in close to the Lord, you don't ever want to pull away. Um, so if you're if you're going to experiment with God on this this one, you better know that it's a permanent experiment. Right, Dean? <laughs> Amen. Amen. And a welcome one. He tells us in Jeremiah 33, 3, call unto me and I will answer thee. And show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. So right there, that's an invitation to call on him. And I think we could share with our listening audience um, that, you know, we talked about doing this topic on prayer, but we really got excited about uh, the topic of answered prayer and, uh, you know, how motivational it is to talk about prayer that gets answered. And, you know, one of the things I'd like to just talk about uh, regarding this is when prayer is answered. And it's interesting, you know, answered prayer can be immediate. And believe me, I've seen immediate answered prayer. And answered prayer can be, you know, some time off. And I've even seen where there are people who have prayed for people and they didn't see it in their lifetime. They didn't see the answer to their prayer for an individual in as they were living. It, it did come later after they had gone on, but that, you know, that can happen too. And so we can't just... Uh, discount what God's doing because even the person praying for someone else can be learning about things like long suffering, uh, which is one of the fruits of the spirit. And how can we learn about long suffering except for we're actually going through it, right? Amen. Yeah. 
but um, as far as like uh, immediate answer prayer is very exciting because if you pray for something and it's answered like right away, I mean, there's almost no denying that it is a, a prayer that God answered. And um, I just want to say something else about the whole concept of prayer. I get a little uh, uncomfortable about prayer because people have so many preconceived notions about prayer. It's real easy to, I'm, you know, I want to say trivialize the word prayer. I mean, it's used so trivi- trivially uh, by people. Like on TV, you see people who aren't even Christian or don't even know God, and they go, I'll pray about it. But, <laughs> you know, honestly, prayer is really just, talking to God and it's communing with God and having a relationship with God and being involved and interacting with God as a real person and a a real being, your creator, the, the one who created you and interacting, you know, with that individual throughout the day even. And so what spurs us on to answer prayer? Well, um, you know, ignoring God all the time and then just popping your head up when you're really in an emergency is not the best way to go about it. And that was actually one of my incentives in the beginning when I began to really pursue the Lord in a deeper relationship was I got it in my head that um, I wanted to know this God because, you know, I knew that being a human being, we're all going to come up against troubles. Troubles are going to come. If you're breathing, you're going to have troubles, right, Dina? That's right. (laughs) And um, everybody's going to come up against challenges, trials, and troubles. And... The best time to get to know God is not right before something happens or even as you're in it. And I realized this a long time ago, and I thought, you know, I want to establish a relationship with God before I get into some kind of trouble. And I really got serious with him for that reason. That was a motivator to me. And another motivator to me was I want to have a relationship with God, who is the one that I'm praying for other people. And I don't want a casual relationship. I really want to know this being this person, God, so that if I'm praying for other people, my prayers will count. Amen. And so that's where I think we need to go. And You know, it's funny because once I started to get into a relationship, that was my motivation. Seriously, when I made a full surrender to the Lord was, you know, I really want my prayers to count for the people around me, you know, my family, the people that um, I'm praying for. But after I started to get into a deeper relationship with the Lord, then he really opened my eyes up about what a mistake it was for me to think I could do this life apart from him alone. And, you know, so then he began to show me, wow, how much I really needed him all the time. 
Amen. Amen. I could not picture a day without Jesus. I need his strength. I need him. And I need communion with him. I need to be in, like you were saying, a intimate relationship with him. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and you're right. That's where it starts. It starts by having a uh, humble, sincere heart to know this God that created us. Exactly. And I know I can count on Dina to look up the scripture, but what comes to mind is in the book of Daniel. Um, it talks about how God said that he turned his ear to Daniel, you know, at the point when Daniel started to pursue him. And then God, you know, started to listen to him. And it's right in there in the scripture. And it's like, wow, that is a huge uh, defining moment for Daniel, as it should be for all of us. The thing about Daniel, uh, how God, you know, the angel comes to him, Gabriel, and calls him beloved to God. And, um, you know, here is Daniel. He is a, we have to look at the life of Daniel because he was a prayer warrior. If anybody was a prayer warrior, I would say Daniel certainly was an example of one. I mean, he was willing to go up against great odds to showcase uh, his prayer to God. He would get in front of his enemies and pray, uh, and it paid off every time. (laughs) Did you see this? You know, if you read the book of Daniel, uh, he went up against some pretty hard odds and, um, you know, he's famous for that whole thing about being in the lion's den, which is pretty tremendous. You know, the angels stopped the mouths of the lions and he was thrown in that lion's den. And um, that's pretty tremendous. But we all have our lion's dens that we go into and we need the same God that Daniel had. And we have him. Amen. If we, but we have to look at that uh, relationship that Daniel had, in uh, and and a lot of people, they just uh, read the book of Daniel and they see that, but Daniel had some other things going on uh, when um, he was uh, when the Jews were taken captive into Babylon, and he was you know, under the rule of Nebuchadnezzar and then the grandson of Nebuchadnezzar. And then that whole uh, thing was uh, taken over uh, by other leaders. Uh, You know, we're talking about the Persians and the Medes Mm -hmm. that took in. Um, Daniel could have been easily destroyed because he was part of under Nebuchadnezzar and his grandson, but no, they actually took him under their wing, those kings, and he became close to them. And so how did this all happen? Well, it didn't just happen. I think it was Daniel. He was a prayer warrior, and he was close to the Lord, and he was a friend of God. And I think that's the key, Dina, to the answer prayer is being a friend of God. Amen. And that is possible to do, you guys. Just because you can't see him, and you may sometimes may not be able to hear him, he is there. And you can 
become a friend of God. If he did it then in his word, he did it with Abraham and Moses and Daniel and Isaiah and all the disciples, he will do it for us. He never changes. He's the same God yesterday, today, and forever. And he wants a he wants to be our friend. He wants to be our dad. He wants to be our helper, our healer, our deliverer. He wants all of that. And it's all available to us. Right. And he calls us to friendship, companionship with him. And honestly, I mean, just logically, who is he going to answer the prayer of? Well, I, again, in the case of Daniel, um, the prayer was, you know, Daniel made it through the lion's den and his enemies did not. Immediately they were destroyed. They were thrown right into the den after him and they didn't make it for for more than a yeah, millisecond. They were actually. devoured by the lions. Exactly. And so all of these examples show us that who, it's just, you know, logic. Who is going to make it in this life? Well, it's going to be the friend of God, those who uh, move in close to the Lord. Amen. And who's going to move in close to the Lord? People who lay down uh, their lives and uh, move the time that they would spend with the world into the time that they spend with God. And these are going to take choices and decisions and discipline it's you know because we're disciples that's where the word uh you know discipline is derived from discipleship and it's going to take um sacrifice exactly choices will have to be made and here's the thing when you make these choices to give more of your time to god um, God is going to reward it. Believe me, he will, he will reward. He's a rewarding God. And you may have a down day where nothing's going on. That's when we need to say, look, I need to spend a little more time with the Lord today because tomorrow is your crisis day. Yeah. And if you have a crisis day, now I'm not trying to speak death because we don't do that, but it could happen. Uh, Like I said, if you're breathing and you live in this life, (laughs) there's going to be a reason that you need uh, guidance from above. Amen. And, um, you know, you either establish a relationship with the Lord before things happen or you are, you know, facing a situation where you have no relationship with God. And I'm not saying he wouldn't show up for someone, but, um, you know, Luke, this goes back to the whole lukewarm bride of Christ discussion that we've had in the past. Mm-hmm. And uh, it goes back to the, the virgins in Matthew 25, uh, whether you have your lamp full or your lamp half full. If your lamp is not full of the Lord, it's going to have other things in it. And you know, here's the thing about God that people aren't getting. He's an all or nothing God. And he doesn't go with fence sitting or anything. Um, he is, it's either all or nothing. You're either hot or you're cold. Yeah, exactly. And the actually, Satan owns the fence, by the way. 
So fence sitting is not a good place to be. No, it's so not. for anybody who thinks that um, they're not sure what direction they're going to move in, you really need to choose for God all the way because if you aren't, if you're unsure, you haven't chosen for him at all. That's so right. you really have to move in close to him. And now is the time because if you ever needed God before, you definitely need him now. We are in, um, you know, Dina talks quite a bit on her news show and I do on mine about end times events. If we ever needed a relationship with God before, now is the time uh, regarding answered prayer. Uh, this is it. This is where the rubber hits the road. That's right. We are in a very precarious situation as far as, um, you know, we've got an uptick in earthquakes, uptick in volcanic activity. We've got wars and rumors of wars, nation rising up against nation and kingdom against kingdom. We have a lot of people with hearts that have growing wax cold. Those prophecies are coming to pass right before our very eyes. And at any moment, he's going to break through that sky and he's going to take us home. And you want to, you want to be ready for that. You want to be, you want to know without a doubt that when he comes, he's taking you with him. And if there's any doubt about that, then you need to re-examine your uh, relationship with him and, and, um, you know, throw everything out the window for God, just everything and get intimate with him, get on your knees, get on your face. And, um, you know, you don't have to be dramatic, but you know, he, he does say, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. This is a serious God. He loves you. Yes. He loves you so much, so much that he sent his one and only son to die for you on the cross. But he's, and he's a good God and he's a gentle God, but he's also a God of justice and a God of righteousness. Right. And also, um, there can be stumbling blocks to your prayer. And it kind of goes back again to the lukewarm thing we just talked about, but stumbling blocks and, uh, Dina, you can address this on, uh, about forgiveness and unforgiveness. Yes, it is one of the things that he he taught me is that if you're holding something against somebody, whatever the case may be, it could be they said something to you you didn't like, <clears throat> excuse me, they did something to you that was very hurtful, um, you have to make a decision to forgive that person before you're expecting some answered prayer. I remember when I was a baby, baby Christian, and I wanted to do something for the Lord. And he said to me, and there's actually scripture on this. In fact, he led me to that scripture to uh, put down whatever I was going to give to him and go and make peace with the people that um, has hurt me. So I immediately wrote everybody that I could think of, um, specifically people in my family, and said, I'm sorry and you know please forgive me whatever i've done and i've also made a decision at that point to forgive them because it was important to me to do this thing for the lord and to have a relationship with the lord and it it just it was so and some things are so minor 
that in the long run, it's not going to make a difference. Someone could have said something 20 years ago that really upset you. But when it comes down to it, what is more important, a relationship with the God of the universe and those answered prayers or what that person said? Because I guarantee you, they've gone on with their life doing their own thing. And here you are still thinking about it. Give it to God. And if you need help to forgive that person, the more you pray for that particular person and you ask God for help, he will give it to you. But it starts with a decision that this is what I'm going to do. And I promise you, when you do that and you make that step and you forgive that person or right the wrong or whatever the case may be, God will answer your prayers. He will draw near to you because you're doing what he asked you to do. You're obeying his word. Right. And, and the whole thing about forgiveness can even take place between you and the Lord. Because if you have an individual that um, is already passed away, like a family member, or you have an individual that um, you can't really approach for whatever reason, or you can't even find them. <laughs> That's true. No, some of these people didn't um, contact me back. So, um, yeah, you don't have to reach out to them, but, um, as long as God knows that you've forgiven them, you're taking that step to forgive them. You made that decision. Mm -hmm. He's good with that because he knows your heart. Right. You can just go. I had a family member that, um, hurt me as a child and it was very hurtful and the person passed away. And later as an adult, you know, I'm able to process and understand it better. And I went to the Lord and I said, look, if I could, you know, be with that person, I would tell them how sorry I am or whatever or forgive them. And I had that conversation with God. And you know what? It was a huge relief for me. It was a burden lifted off of me that, um, you know, any kind of ill will that I was harboring towards that situation, uh, you know, was removed from me by the Lord. I felt it was removed. And Amen. it definitely, you know, these are things that can open uh, passageways to an even more intimate and closer relationship with the Lord and answered prayer. Um these things are very powerful when it comes to answering blocked prayer. Yeah, it removes and, that stumbling block. It's not there exactly. anymore. And another thing to answer prayer I might mention is faith. Just believing that God can answer your prayers uh, even before you even ask for them. And just you go to him and you believe We've read and we know people in person that it's just incredible. And in our own lives, we've seen prayers answered that are um, incredible. Things that you'd never believe could be answered, uh, we've seen answered because uh, of the power of faith and believing that God is the God that can answer prayers. I mean... And they don't, like I said, you don't always see these things answered right away. I know for myself, I have like a list of things that I pray uh, daily. And I go through my list, you know, and I do my daily praying. And it's it seems regimented. But one day I I looked at the list and I went, wow, you know, 
I even said to the Lord, I said, you have answered, you're answering my prayers. I can see that, you know, it didn't, it wasn't like, you know, I hate to say it, but so many of us are like, well, all of us actually were like fast food. We want it now. <laughs> when we pray to God, we want, you know, we want our fast food answer to prayer. We want, okay, I want this, this, and this, and I want it tomorrow. I want it today, you know. And, but God has his reasoning for everything and his, and his timing, and we don't understand the mind of God. We have to trust him. And, because uh, he's got the big picture. But, you know, so I go on and I pray for my list, and then I realize, wow. I actually said to him, I said, look at this. These prayers are, are being answered. And, you know, he brought up this amazing scripture to me. And let me see if I can uh, get it. It is that one in Psalm. Um, Psalm thirty four nineteen. Yes, exactly. So and it is, um, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth, delivereth him out of them all. Exactly. I said that to the Lord. I said, look at that. You are answering my prayers one at a time. And he immediately brought that scripture to mind. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him from them all. Psalm 34, 19. And I thought exactly perfect answer. So we just have to keep uh, trusting in the Lord. And, and, you know, I would say, that connection that we have between God, if we can't get that connection between God right, then all the other connections that we have with coworkers, uh, bosses, uh, family, friends, neighbors, whatever, will never be right. That's right. That's right. It starts with him. It all starts with him. And like what Susan said, truly believe because the Bible says, Jesus said himself, believe and you will receive. Have faith. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And uh, Philippians 4, 6 says, be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. So these are requests, all right? We're asking God for, we're requesting God is God. He has his own timetable. He doesn't have to answer our prayers. He wants mm-hmm. to answer our prayers. And we have to remember that there are requests. Sometimes we also get a little entitled. And we think that he, <laughs> yeah. he owes us something. You know? <laughs> right, exactly. But, you know, he knows what we need before we ask for it. And uh, he is, um, one time he said to me, speak to the mountain. And uh, God is the God who can move mountains, literally. And uh, I think we underestimate his abilities. And so if we have something that we think is impossible, you know, put it at God's feet. It's bigger than you. Um, just lay it down and let him take hold of it and, and watch him go to work. Amen. Amen. Yeah, there is nothing impossible for God. That was one of the first verses when I was a baby Christian that he kept on bringing me to because I was in a time in my life where I had lost everything and he kept on bringing that one scripture back. 
Nothing is impossible for God. So if you keep that in mind, no matter what situation you are in, no matter where you are at, I don't care how impossible it looks. It's not for God. I have seen him do things in my life that um, in a time period that I needed in and he answered quickly right when I needed him. Right when I needed it, he, uh-huh. he delivered. He will always give us what we need when we need it. There's a lot of things that we think that we need and they're not necessarily needs but wants. But And he wants to give us our wants too because the Bible also says that... Um, uh-huh. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. (laughs) Right. I love that scripture. Yeah. Right, exactly. And so the thing we have to keep in mind is we need to surrender our will to the will of the Father, which is Jesus paid the price on the cross to bring us out of our own misguided will that was lost in the Garden of Eden, you know, to Adam and Eve way back then, you know, to bring this whole world into a fallen state. And Jesus paid the price on the cross to give us the privilege to move back into the will of the Father. We have that privilege, but we have to make a decision. Do we want to operate in our own uh, fallen will, which is messed up? Or are we willing to lay it all down and give it back to the Father and let him take over? And believe me, he'll wait for you to come to the end of yourself until you get to that point. But I'm telling you, once you get to that point and you're ready to move into the will of the Father, you're going to find that God is so awesome. Um, I have seen such miraculous things in my lifetime, in my own personal life and in other people's lives, you know, where you come up and you have a bill that you need paid and you don't know how it's going to get paid. And then all of a sudden somebody comes around, Hey, you know, God put it on my heart to give you this, or you get this extra funds come from nowhere. I mean, yeah, it sounds crazy, but this, this kind of thing goes on all the time. And how how does it work? It works because we trust the Lord. Uh, we go from being on our own watch to the watch of the Father. Once we're on his watch, everything changes. Right, That's Dina? Right. That's right. Amen. There have been plenty of times where I've been in a very, very, very difficult situation where I needed thousands upon thousands of dollars. And within days, he provided it within the time period that I needed there, um, you know, and, and also (laughs) there were times (laughs) when he just makes me laugh because everything he's always, he's so, so amazing. There were times where, um, I needed something, even like the small things, stupid little things. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll need his help and I'll be like, Jesus, Yeshua. And boom, answered prayer right there, right there, whatever I needed. If it's a glitch with the computer or there have even been times where I've had flat tires and my tire would go flat and it would go flat in front of a tire shop. Exactly. I love that. Or my car would break down and it would break down in front of my, my residence. He's Mm. just, you know, and um, whenever, you know, I've called out to him, he's always, even if I'm in a situation where I need an answer, you know, like now, and it's a serious thing. He knows, like I said earlier, he knows what we need 
when we need it. But if you're in that relationship with him and you have that communication with him, so you're you're already in a relationship with God. So when something does drastic, a crisis comes into your life, he is there. You know he's there. Right. I mean, I had a situation where the Lord called me away from my career and to, you know, go into working for the Lord. And my first, one of my first questions was, okay, how am I going to be able to do this? Uh, how am I going to be able to afford this, basically, uh, without a job? And three days later, I mean, I put it to him, seriously, I just went right to him and said, okay, I don't mind working for you, but how am I going to, you know, do this? And three days later, I had a family member who knew nothing about this situation come to me and provide me with uh, funding so that I could move forward in that. And I was just like floored. I was Praise floored. God. It was like, okay. <laughs> and there was another time where I felt he wanted me to uh, take my personal notes of journal, journal and put it into book form. And so I created a uh, document and I went to him and I go, okay, I've got the document. If you want this published, you're going to have to come up with the funds because I, I don't know how to do this or go about it. And three days later, <laughs> he, you know, sent uh, a former business partner, uh, brought me more than enough funds to accomplish just that. And I was shocked. I was like, wow. I guess you want this done, you know, thinking so. Well, he you know, says God is, he'll supply our needs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's beyond, beyond. And there's so, I mean, we could be on here talking forever about answer prayer, but everybody needs to decide if they want to establish a relationship with the Lord in, um, communing with him, talking to him, and walking this life with him. We were never meant to walk this life alone. No, and, we were not. And so he wants to be our prayer partner uh, on behalf of our family members or, you know, from our day-to-day -day stuff, the details. He wants that kind of relationship. And uh, if you haven't found that out, I challenge you to test him in this. You know, the Bible says, try me and see, you know, if I don't uh, bring you more funds if you give money. You know, he says, try, uh, try him. And that's exactly what we've got to do. We've got to push the envelope and do what doesn't look right, but, but, you know, he's looking for hearts that are open and willing to have faith in something that is invisible and they can't see. Yeah, exactly. I, um, even when I started the ministry, I had to have real faith because I was leaving a job that paid very, very good money. But I knew mm -hmm. that, um, I, I knew that this was what I, this is what I wanted to do. This is so, and he puts that, I knew that he put that want in me. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. um, but he has provided, you know, the ministry has expenses every month, but he mm -hmm. has provided every month for those expenses. 
He, Amen. if he's called you to it, he will provide you. He will, he will bring you through it. And, and, right. and that's just the way he is, you know, he, um, exactly. He, he's amazing. And, um, he, and he, not only does he provide monetarily, but there have been times where something has happened in my life and I've been devastated and I uh-huh. knew that he was there comforting me, giving me peace in a situation where I shouldn't have had peace, but because I have him, you know, I knew that he was there. I knew that I could count on him. And how often can we say that about humans? We can call somebody on the phone. We would think, okay, this person, I need to talk to this person. But you don't know if that phone is going to go directly to voicemail. But when you call upon God, he'll always answer. Right. And I feel uh, that I need to say this is that you can live life uh, in the deep hills and the, the valleys going up and down, up and down, or you can get on board with the Lord and it's more of an even ride. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just, yeah. you know, it's, it's not as rough, uh, when you do this with the Lord and, um, you know, just really try it and, uh, but dig your heels in and give it everything you've got because he is worth it in my estimation and right dina you you never look like you you would never go back right i mean you never 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 he is my world he is my heart he is my life and i cannot picture living my life apart from him ever 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 again um no i can't even imagine it and i cannot uh-huh. i cannot i cannot and don't want to imagine um, eternity without him either. Just, right. I couldn't even, you know, and one of the prayers that I pray, because we are human, you know, we are, we are changing. God isn't, but we are. And one of the prayers that I pray is that he would never let go of me. Amen. Amen. And he won't. Amen. Because and he hasn't. Your desire is for him, you know, no one can pluck you out of his hand, you know, that's scripture. And so, you know, I think in closing, um, I think we should just, I'd like to, you know, I think we can pray for our listening audience. Amen. Um, You know, just really say a prayer and just say, you know, Lord, we, we thank you. We praise your holy name. Uh, We ask that you, uh, Plant the seed in the hearts of our listeners that will grow um, yes. on a fertile soil and that their hearts would be broken to uh, and have remorse over uh, being apart from you in this life and that they would desire and want to move forward in having a relationship with you. And that they would see that they need you at every moment and that this is a hard life and there's no reason it has to be that difficult if they walk with you and that you would show them and open their eyes, take the scales off their eyes and show them that although the world is falling apart right now, it seems that you have the answer. You know the way you uh, can lead them down the narrow path that few find and that they can uh, have um, comfort and love even in 
the most difficult times and that their prayers can be answered, uh, if not today or tomorrow, but they can hope. And that as long as they know Jesus, there is always hope. And so, amen. Dear Father God, I just ask that um, I agree with everything that uh, Sis Susan has said. I pray, Father God, that you show up in people's lives. Show up in those lives. There's, um, there's something amazing that happens, God, when you show up. I pray that you will, that they'll know that you're real, God, and that you love them. And I pray that you will pour your love into their hearts and minds and spirits and lives, Father God. Because once they get just a drop of your love, they're never going to turn back. And I pray, Father God, that you give them hope too, Father. Because when you answer prayer, it, it's, it's your way of communicating with us. And sometimes we just need that just a little bit to know that you hear us, that you heard us, Father God. So um, I just pray that you, you answer prayers and that you do an amazing thing in their lives, Lord Jesus. And um, uh, may they repent, Father God, seek your face. If there's anybody that's struggling out there that needs deliverance, that needs healing, Father God, I pray for the precious blood of Yeshua to be poured out upon them and that they'll be healed and that they'll be delivered, Father God. And... Um, I pray that they know you, Jesus. I pray that they they know you, Yeshua, in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 And we love all of our listeners. We give you a big hug right now if we could. <laughs> yes, yes. But and if you guys need prayer, um, please do feel free to contact us. And um, you know what you could do that'll help out a lot if you put prayer in the subject line. Um, then we can zone in on that and pray for you all. But, um, you know, leave your comments underneath this video if you need prayer for something there. You know, just leave your comments there. And um, But thank you, Susan, for coming on the show. Thank you, everybody, for watching. And um, we'll be talking to you soon. <laughs>